begotten, ere the worlds began to be. He is Alpha and Omega, He the source, the ending, He of the things that are, that have been, and that shall see evermore and evermore. Oh, that earth forever blessed when the virgin full of grace by the Holy Ghost conceiving for the Savior of our race, and the babe, the world's Redeemer, first revealed his sacred face, evermore and evermore. Oh, ye heights of heaven adore him, angel hosts his praises sing, ours dominions bow before him, and extol our God and King, let no tongue on earth be silent, Welcome once again, one and all, to the Maloneyverse podcast for Sunday, December 13th, 2020. Uh, we are rapidly speeding toward Christmas, and it finally looks like it outside. It has snowed again in Laradice, or rather it has snowed for, well, not the first time this year, but the first time uh, this winter proper, I should say. Uh, we were the recipients of some early fall and actually some summertime snow this year but we haven't really haven't really had much of a winter snow season yet um, I guess technically in a meteorological sense it is not even it is not even winter yet that doesn't start until the winter winter solstice on Usually that's December 20th or so. I don't know exactly when it is this year, but it's coming up. So, uh, But it finally certainly looks like winter outside. Uh, my run today was very cold, 20 degrees, uh, you know, four inches of snow on the ground. So uh, uh, the season has finally arrived in Laramie, and I am happy about that actually so we have a great show lined up tonight uh, hopefully we can execute it all uh, effectively wish us luck we should have several guests on uh, the first of those is going to be this woman I live with uh, so we will get her 
into the podcast here and we will do some comparing notes about what it means to work out and train. I'm very excited for that. And then we will try to have a build it segment with CC and we will have a planning your day segment with Sage and all of this, uh, should go off without a hitch. So let's get right into it and let's bring on Claire Ingalls Fairley Maloney, this woman I live with. We are here with Claire and thank you for being on the podcast today, honey. I'm so glad to have you on. Great to be here. <laughs> so I thought we would, you know, use this few minutes that we have here. Obviously we, you know, we live together and we have a lot of time throughout the day where we can connect on various levels. But I thought we'd use this few minutes to, you know, go into a little bit of a deeper talking than we usually do about like how we work out and why we work out. So I'll just like give you a really quick rundown of like my current situation of working out and then we you know we'll get into more stuff about you um yeah and, and for me it changes it, it does and I've actually thought like at great length way too long of length about how it changes like seasonally right because there's times when I really want to get after it and become more fit and then there's times when I'm go I go like oh I'm tired now and I don't want to do that and meshing that up at the right times of the year is in the dynamic climate we live in here in Laramie is like very important so I'm like perhaps overly obsessed about uh trying to optimize that kind of seasonal scheduling. But currently, that this is my training plan, and people who are listening to the podcast can't see this, but I just brought up my matrix of, you know, the next eight weeks and Monday through Sunday training, and I have, you know, a little blurb on there each day about what I'm doing. So here we are. We are at the end of week one today. This was Sunday. I did strong butt. I did yoga. I did a long run of 50 minutes. Um, I don't want to like get way into this. I just wanted to say that like it exists and it's the plan. And at least for this week, you know, last week I talked on the podcast a little bit about like what, what do I want the plan to be? Well, after wrestling with it last week, this is what I came up with and the intermediate goal at the end of this plan is to PR at a 10k which this this day if you follow it out from today would be January 31st so maybe I can run a nice 10k on January 31st and you know I don't know what Strava says my personal best in a 10k is probably like 51 minutes which is a terrible 10k time but i'm slow you know um that's okay and if i don't shatter that record of 51 minutes i don't care but like you know at least for me psychologically it's cool to it's helpful to set down a goal and be like this is what i'm going to accomplish 
or what I'm going to try to accomplish. Um, so I don't know that that's my plan. I thought uh, I would just so you I've noticed you know you've been you've been working out very consistently for a long time perhaps more consistently in the last you know few months um you've been bringing up some items that you're like oh i'm gonna buy some you know leg weights i'm gonna do this thing on uh obey fitness you know bringing up those types of things i just wanted to ask tell me about the plan you know tell me about how you see what's the obey fitness plan like um it's not a fitness plan and i honestly don't have a plan um it's and not that every not that everyone needs one right like other people's plans or lack thereof certainly not certainly not something you absolutely have to have to be fit and fitness doesn't have to be progressive either right i my plan is that i would like to look good and feel good and i had not really exercised for several months and then a few weeks ago i signed up for obey fitness which um is an app and a subscription that is quite reasonably priced. Um, they have certain programs you can follow day to day on the app and that's what I'm doing right now. Um, but I don't feel like I'm very consistent and sometimes I can't be because of my life. Well, obviously there's most of the workouts that you do, and I'm like very impressed by this, or like you go into a room and are within the box of the room and you execute your workout, right? And I, I do that like occasionally, uh, strong bod workouts in here are kind of the main thing I do. You know, I, I do a few sets of weights. Um, but you really are like the master, at least in my mind, because I know from having done some of the workouts that you do, that they are really hard. Like I cannot do the, the types of things that you do, uh, in terms of jumping around, in terms of being flexible, following the fitness instructor on the screen, you know, in that one space. I know that they are very challenging workouts and I'm just interested in how that, how that clicks for you mentally. I mean, is that, do you, uh, if you could design any fitness space, any fitness program, is that what you'd be doing? Like, would you be with the little steppy box and like re leading the aerobics class or? If I was the leader? Yeah, I mean, if um, you were, if you were in I charge. I don't know about that. 
if you had the choice of selecting, you know, what was going to be done? Hmm. Um, well, I think the key difference between how you work out and how I work out is that I like doing a video where you follow what the person is doing on the screen and um, I don't have to think about what to do next. I can see how the instructor is standing or uh, their position to see how my position is supposed to be, um, which I think is important because, you know, I'm in a plank, but am I doing the plank correctly? I don't know. I can look at the instructor. A timer is going off. Okay, Silas, thanks for letting us know, bud. Okay, bye. Uh, All right, we're back from the rice timer going off. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I think that it's, uh, I know in my workouts, like I really struggle to like time optimize things because most of the time I'm, in, in the past anyway, I've been like at, this was before the coronavirus, right? But like I was at like Planet Fitness after driving over to Planet Fitness from Trihydro and like, I'm on my lunch break and trying to get a workout in, trying to get back over to try hydro and very time conscious. So I don't want to like spend a bazillion minutes trying to figure out what move I'm doing. Um, you know, I just want to know what the move is and do it and be done, be done with my workout. And similarly for you, I think we are, you're trying to work into a workout. Uh, you're trying to work, your workout into a little slice of time that is in a hectic day that is very divvied up by, you know, the needs of the kids and the dog and the oven and whatever stuff is going on. So you're like also very focused on maximum time efficiency. You know, for me, I just, I, I can't do the video thing. I don't, I don't know it's a psychological thing or something a lot of it is just that i'm like not very fit and if i try to do most of the stuff that they do on the videos i will like collapse and keel over right uh, i'm proud of you for doing it a lot of the apps that i use like have the little body demonstration of what like that's what my yoga app is it has like a little generic body kind of doing doing whatever motion is going to be done that shows me so I can just be like oh I'll do that as best as I can do it and it's you know most of the time I'm like bending over and folded and not uh not anywhere close to the actual position being described but uh, that's my approach but I, I'm, I'm impressed with your ability to do the videos and uh yeah Good job doing that kind of thing. So you mentioned active recovery early to, earlier today. I just wondered, because I struggle a lot to like incorporate recovery in the right proportions and timing to my working out. Like I either recover too much or not enough and I struggle with it a lot. I just wondered what it, what it means to you to like active 
And for some reason, for me, like active recovery is a lot more appealing than just like resting. Like I cannot do just resting and still come out on the other side of it, still like committed to my training and working out, you know? But I can sort of do active recovery. I can be like, oh, I'm gonna have a really mellow bike ride today and not, not worry about it too much. But I wanted to ask what you thought active recovery was and how it works with your other days of working out. Mm, so I'm kind of new to that. Um, so today I did some foam rolling and used a massage ball, um, which is a small, round, hard ball. Yeah, the spiky one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I honestly prefer the massage ball. Um, I think it's a little bit harder to injure yourself with the massage ball um, since I had that injury from the foam roller this summer. Um, that I'm sorry for was injuring pretty intense. you with the foam roller. Um, it was my fault. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I liked the massage ball um, more. Um, I like the massage ball too. I was rubbing it on my foot felt pretty good. It's good for feet. I put it on my um, calf muscles and the glutes. It was good for that. Um, I think the foam roller is more useful for back and shoulders than That's, the massage ball. I don't know. I agree. I think the one thing that I, I kind of hate the foam roller, but the one thing I do like doing with the foam roller is when you just like lay back on it with it under your shoulder blades and yeah like that it's good for that uh but yeah most of it is just like i don't know not the amount of time that i invest into it is not really worth the benefit of it i don't think i don't know you know if maybe if i go for like a really intense run if i just like run a half marathon as fast as i can or something well definitely if i did that you know but if i did something that was relatively demanding then my calves would really need the foam roller but otherwise routine normal intensities of training really don't need it very much it's my thought otherwise uh, i don't sorry no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Otherwise, I don't really know what active recovery means because I'm new to it also. No, I, it's very interesting. Uh, I, you know, I was just interested in your perspective. And interest. I wanted... Uh, so when you said you liked the massage that you did earlier... Was that referring to the massage ball specifically, or was there a different aspect of the massage that you were... It was the massage ball, ah, okay. because your calf muscles, for example, have multiple muscles on the back of your leg. So a ball, you can actually get into the fascia that are connecting your muscles, um, a foam roller, Especially the one that we have, which is more, um, it's, it's less dense than other rollers. I don't know. Can't really get in there as well. Yeah, no, I, I, I might be I'd wrong rather, about that. 
if I was trying to massage my calf muscles, I would rather use the ball too, you're right. That ball does a, a better job. It's a little more difficult to use, like it's small and squirrely and it'll like squirt away from you and you have to go like chase it across the room. That's mm -hmm. my main problem with it. But I take its effect on the muscles better. But yeah, well, thank you. I, you know, I'm impressed with your ability to continue working out the way you have in the method. You've been doing it for so long. Um, the, thank you. You look good. Of... Looking, well, in, you know, the way that you, I mean, everyone has their own different, unique approach to working out, right? Um, but you have your approach, you do it. And I mean, that's at the end of the day, what you have to do, right? Like it doesn't really matter uh, what approach you have, but as long as you actually do it, you will maintain fitness or you can build fitness over time that way. So um, kudos. Anyway, um, Thank you. You look good. Um, not that looking good is the goal, at least for me, certainly, you know, I never go into a workout thinking, oh man, this is gonna make me look so much more awesome, right? I don't, um, and I don't think you do that either. Um, probably not a lot of people do that. Do you do that? Well, I think for women, yeah, that is definitely a main goal, but um, unfortunately, um, but for me, uh, it's functional fitness is what I'm trying to do. And the main benefit of watching videos for a workout is that you can pause them an unlimited amount of times while you try to get through them. Well, very good. Uh, thank you. Thank you for being on. This has gone on probably longer than was my original intent. So thank you. I will let you, I'll let you go then. All right, we are back with everyone's favorite guest of the podcast, Cece. But this time we are not, we are doing something a little different from the deep thoughts segment that we've been doing for a few weeks now. Uh, I thought, I thought I would take this time a little bit CC and do sort of a pop quiz on your impressions of uh, building the house. Because, because CC has been building this very large, incredible cardboard house that, uh, you know, we order a lot of boxes from Target, Amazon, what have you. Boxes come, they empty, and then we have tons of cardboard, right? And CC has taken this and has constructed this monstrosity of a house that is what you, you can go in there and walk around at this point, can't you? Well, sort of. Sage can, anyway. Sage can, yeah. And there's like a dog door. We, we don't have thinking, the, we got rid of the dog door. Yeah, we were thinking um, about it, but 
Oh, Hi, Sage. Okay. It's okay. Sage is gonna come hang. Well, come hang out. Um. All yeah, right. we were thinking about the dog door, but then we realized mm, she doesn't want to come hang out with us, and that it's. Well, yeah, the dog, the the, the actual dog, Brescia, yeah. will probably not use the dog door, but the house has a dog door. Yeah. Were the dog to use it, it is there. So, yeah. <laughs> good job with that. Uh, I've been impressed with your construction abilities. So I, I just wanted to, you know, have you tell us a little bit on the podcast, Cece, about how did this get started? Like, what precipitated the idea of uh, building the cardboard box so house? So it started about my brother Silas um, reading the Cardboard Kingdom. I read it too, and then I got inspired to build my own cardboard kingdom. It, the cardboard kingdom was mostly about like kids using cardboard to make like houses and costumes, and they would like, go on quests. Mm -hmm. and there's an evil sorceress, stuff like that. Wait, so Silas had that book? Yeah, on the Kindle. Oh. And so reading that book made you want to go like, oh, I could do this too, yeah. right? Uh, that's interesting. So, you know, how how far do you think you're going to take it? Are we just going to keep uh, piling boxes on there and build it out through the whole basement? I mean, well, what's the plan? It's getting to the point where it's kind of getting large and more hard for me to like, get ideas of where to put boxes um so i'm not entirely sure yet but my siblings silas and sage want me to keep upgrading it as much as i can so we'll see now that it's attached to the uh you know the other the other well no it's attached to like the other you know cardboard Three. things that like attached to each other yeah. with those little zip tie deals you're talking about yeah I um it's not zip ties it's like yeah. velcro yeah. but uh yeah. they are so that that essentially doubled the size of it right there so yeah. it's like an awesome fort house thing right now we can actually go in there and we ate the cheetahs in there and sage and says pretend to play video games while I went in the Cardboard Kingdom um, and took a nap. Nice. Um, but the living room, the living room, that's what we call the thingy with the, the Velcro thingies. Um, we call that the living room because mm -hmm. it's like it has a couch. It has a couch in there? Yeah. Oh, the, the other part. Yeah. It has that little couch. Yeah. That's cool. So, does it feel good, CC, to you know, construct something, create something for yourself out of basically just your mind and your hands? Yeah, it does. Sweet. <laughs> I mean, it would be cool to like construct a real house someday, but. That would be cool. I'm really thinking of actually being a vet and living in the Yukon. Well, if you live in the Yukon and are a vet, it wouldn't hurt to know how to construct your own house. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, I 
Watch a show about a vet and the Yukon and the landscape and animals are beautiful. It's very cold there. Yeah. Even colder than Laramie. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But you, the cold never bothered you anyway, all right, Stacey? No. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for being on today. I appreciate you uh, talking to us. Yeah, anytime. All right. Thank you. Call now, fount of every blessing, to my heart to sing thy grace. Streams of mercy never ceasing, call for songs of loudest praise. Teach me some melodious sonnet, sung by flaming tongues above. Praise the mountain fixed upon it, mount of thy redeeming love. Soaring I shall be in spirit, till released from flesh and sin. Yet from what I do inherit, hear thy praises I'll begin. Here I raise my Ebenezer, here by thy great help I've come. And I hope by thy good pleasure safely to arrive at home. Jesus sought me when a stranger, wandering from the fold of God. He to rescue me from danger interposed his precious blood. How his kindness yet pursues me, mortal tongue can never tell. Clothed in flesh till death shall loose me, I cannot proclaim it well. Oh, to grace, how great a debtor, daily I'm constrained to be. Let thy goodness, like a fetter, by my wandering heart to thee. Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. Here's my heart, Lord, take and seal it. Seal it for thy courts above. Oh, that day when, free from sinning, I shall see thy lovely face. Clothed then in blood-washed linen, how I'll sing thy sovereign grace. Come, my Lord, no longer tarry. Take my ransomed soul away. Send thine angels now to carry me to realms of endless day. All right, we are here with Sage, and Sage is going to talk to us about how we have been planning our days here in Laramie because we have been using the little magnets on the refrigerator, right? And the little magnets have all the little activities for the day. And we can arrange them in such a way as your schedule. And Sage enjoys this activity, don't you, Sage? You do? Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so can you tell me a little bit about what today's schedule was like? Yeah. What did we do today? So we ate breakfast. Good. And then what? Then I think... You don't remember? Well, we had the whole schedule from earlier this afternoon. There was like free time. You guys were like doing something. You were doing like, wait, where are you going? Where are you going? Oh, you're gonna, oh, you're, she's gonna be back in one second. Hold on. We gotta check the schedule, see what happened. Okay, she's back, so we figured it out. What was, what happened after breakfast? So, then I put on my clothes. Uh-huh, and then what? Oh, we got to check the schedule again? Ah, oh, jeez. Okay, try to remember like two or three things. Okay, Okay. so you, we had breakfast, and then you put on our clothes, and then what did we do? And then we had free time. Oh. And then you did... Uh, no, here, stay here. It's okay. We don't have to check the schedule every time. Okay. Um, just tell me what you remember. So there was free time for a while. Yeah. And then you were building the schedule in your head. Remember that? Yes. So then, um, so let me remember what I did. So I remember, um, that um, we had free time at different time, and we did some clubs. I remember that, and then yeah, what were clubs like? Tell me about clubs. Okay, well, so uh, keep going. I'm just gonna close the door. Okay, keep going. Okay, um, so the clubs were like well. Uh, not very good, but first it was cooking club, and then I, I didn't really want to do that, so I tried to look for something I could do while Stacey and Silas were doing that, but then Silas said, eh, meditation club, so we did that, and after that, we did ballet club, and then was we were done. Uh, meditation club is a good one. That's my favorite. Mm -hmm. Ballet yeah. club is good too. Yeah. Those are great ways to, uh, you know, divide up the day into little sections of time that you can take, like take on a particular activity and really, you know, get deep down into that frame of mind and master that one thing during that little block of time. So I really think that that is a, is a great way for you to, uh, you know, plan and develop and learn and grow and I'm so proud of you for learning that. Yay! Yay! And so I was wondering if you could uh, give us a rough sketch of the plan for tomorrow, Sage, because I don't know what the heck's gonna happen tomorrow. <laughs> Do you know what's gonna happen tomorrow? Yes. I have a good plan. So the breakfast is going to stay there, though. Right, we're going to have breakfast. That's a given. Yeah. 
It's always an important way to start your day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So after that, we're gonna play outside some. That'll be fun. Probably cold, but yeah. probably fun. Mm -hmm. You didn't get too cold out there today, did you? Uh, uh, I got a single as I got yesterday. Oh, well, good. Okay, and then what? So then we're gonna have free time. And then. Do some clubs? Uh, no. No meditation club tomorrow? Yeah. Oh. There are different clubs on different oh, days. Oh, yeah. on different days. Oh. Mm -hmm. Well, is there going to be a club tomorrow? Yes. Yeah, what club is tomorrow? I don't know. Stacy oh. only knows the clubs. Oh. Oh. Well, hopefully, CC comes up with a good club. Do you have any ideas for a club for tomorrow? Mm. Hmm. Maybe Not it could really. be Play-Doh Club, like sculpting. Mm -hmm. That like would be fun. Like making pizza and yeah. sculpting? You love that stuff. Yeah, really. Because yeah. I saw a lot of pizzas. For sure. Yeah. Well, I'm really proud of you, sweetheart. Um, thanks for being on the podcast today. You really gave us a lot of good ideas. I think I have a better idea about how to plan out what I'm going to do tomorrow just from listening to you. So, I mean, very helpful. Okay, we're back with Silas, and this is his first time on the podcast. So Silas is sort of the mastermind behind pretty much every creative exercise that happens in the Maloney household. So, Silas, I just wondered if you could tell us, is there no limit to your greatness? Well, there is, I can do some stuff, but not as well as other stuff, like trying to help Cece with the Cardboard Kingdom. Well, yes, some things are more challenging than others. However, as we just discovered on the previous segment with Cece about the Cardboard Kingdom, she owes the whole thing to you because it is because of your book that she got the idea for doing the Cardboard Kingdom. So, good job reading, and, uh, you know, you have facilitated the blossoming of Cece's creativity ways you cannot even imagine by stimulating her to produce the cardboard kingdom so congratulations on that so Silas uh, what's the status on the Pokemon battles are we gonna try to finish that tonight Yeah, maybe we should put away those cards and try to finish it tomorrow. But now we know how to play the game. We know all the rules, so it'll go a lot smoother next time. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. All right, Hopefully. well, thanks for being on, Silas. This has been good. 
I hope you uh, continue to dominate all other life forms as you quest across the universe. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. Okay, that was, that was a whirlwind, ladies and gentlemen. And we are going to finish out the uh, last couple segments, the, the last segment of the podcast here which will be the weekly recap. The weekly recap today consisting of the prior week's performance in which we implemented week one of my custom training plan, which I talked about a little bit on the segment of the podcast with Claire a few minutes ago. Probably heard a bit about that. I will post to the show notes couple of the sources of that training plan it's my own custom work plan that was sort of uh, inspired by a couple of different resources that I've found in my vast horde of experience with fitness and I I say that facetiously ladies and gentlemen in case you were confused uh, my experience is not that vast but you know I I have been around a few times and done a few training plans and I know I know some good ones and I know some bad ones and I know what I like about some and I know what I don't like about some so I kind of took a couple and tweaked them into a work plan a training plan that fit the you know current schedule that I want to devote to training in my life so I just did that myself so I will post the things I drew inspiration from primarily those are Brian McKenzie's CrossFit endurance training plan those are the source of my sprint workouts and uh, the Under Armour uh, 10k training plan uh, which is a cool cool training plan that's kind of available online that one is more the general structure of the weekly cycle kind of got got pulled from that one although I switched around you know which days do what so that that's the source of that training plan um you know so that one So we did, you know, week one of that, uh, my custom training plan this week, and totals for the week were 13.75 miles of running, 58.8 miles of cycling, eight weightlifting, no, four, excuse me, God, eight would be, eight would be extreme, four weightlifting workouts, um, and... I just want to note for the record that if you happen to cycle it such that your long run day and your weightlifting leg day end up being the same day, that is rough. And that is what happened today on Sunday of this week. I am regretting that a little bit right now. But, you know, it's for the best. We came through it. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. That's not always true in training, but uh, hopefully so today. 
until next time, ladies and gentlemen, uh, be well. I thank you for listening to the podcast this week, and we shall be back next week with another slate of exciting, exciting interviews and commentary to entertain your cold nights during this long, dark winter time. Until next time, be well.